the energies came together with the approach that was clear to figure out. Why that wasn't clear to figure out why they were helping him, he did not know. The events took turns real quick. One minute he was withdrawing from the creatures, the next minute the creatures dropped, dropped him. Following, the following minute Phoenix was protesting for the creatures to take him up again, deep into the cave. They went in the next minute. They were the next minute where the approach came through. The next minute he was feeling his sights weird. When he noticed the creatures were sucking energy out of him in a jiffy, the creatures were blasted off of him. And that's when he noticed his energy getting up as it should. At this point, the approach got so close, he could smell its scent. He could sense it much deeper than before. This was very puzzling to Phoenix. But things were moving so fast, he didn't care about anything. Something had messed with his true emotions. His current EQ was rather mellow compared to who he normally is. He thought this fits him, but he figured he needed to tweak it to have the best of his being present. Now, Phoenix realized he was still mid-air, falling as if time had been slowed down up to a whole minute. He tried to look around, but everything seemed to be subliminal, as if he was having an extremely vivid dream. It felt really good. Like all the particles in existence were hugging him and kissing him and holding him together all at once. He loved the feeling. It, it, it was uncomparable to any other feeling. Just as he was loving the feeling, he was overcome by the brightest of light energy he ever experienced. Awaken, my love, he heard the voice say. He could feel fur, silk, and his mind shifted. Now the thought... I thought he was back in the presidential suit. Um, he tried opening his eyes slowly as not to get blinded by the sunlight shining into the suit. To his surprise, he wasn't greeted by the sunlight, but rather by crisp morning German air. The, the room set up was almost the same as the presidential suit, or at least the fur and silk sheets. He tilted his face to look up and he saw the beautiful-faced Speedy McQueen smiling at him, about to plant a kiss on him. She seemed relieved that he woke up. We have been waiting. We have been trying to wake you. All the time. We have been trying to wake you, Mr. Phoenix. You are an awful, <laughs> you are an awful sleeper, she said trying not to sound or look sad, but she was in fact sad but glad he woke up. Now where's the rest? he asked her. They went to get the castle doctor. They had concluded that you must have fallen into a coma or something. I didn't want to leave you alone. I knew I needed to keep holding you till you woke up. 
you know I got you no matter what, right? Speedy McQueen said, with tears dripping from her eyes down her cheeks into Phoenix's, onto Phoenix's face, more on the lips. Wow, that was a whole experience, he muttered. It felt far too real to have been a dream. Are you sure you aren't playing a prank on me? He asked. What prank? Do my tears seem that cheap to you? She asked, having asked facing away and dropping Phoenix's head on the fur. It's just a question, Speedy. I don't mean to play with your feelings, all right? Sophie and Mary walked in with a, with a castle doctor who, who had his doctor's brief in hand, just like in the old medieval movies. He is awake. No need for the doctor anymore, said Speedy McQueen. Sophie and Mary jumped on Phoenix, hugging him and kissing him. Sophie slapped him. Don't you dare scare us like that again, okay? I will run a quick checkup on his vitals, just in case, said the doctor. Now, after the doctor had run checkups on Phoenix and established that Phoenix is in a much better condition than, he, than he'd expected, the doctor left. Now, Sophie took Phoenix by the hand and led him to the balcony. And from where they could see the whole mountainside in the horizon, diving into the water of the huge lake that surrounded the castle. Now, looking down at the grounds below, they saw the most magnificent dark horse they'd ever seen. Riding the horse was a very beautiful young woman with white hair. She was waving at them now phoenix ignored her thinking that it must be a ghost after all he just woke up in speedy mcqueen's arm when she, when he was in a when he was in in a deep down in the, in the dungeon anything could happen really he thought sophie said are you sure you're fine did the doctor miss anything that's that's our host waving at you she said to phoenix what you can see her too? He asked, rather surprised. Of course, she is right there. On the darkest horse I've ever seen riding around the green grounds below us. Waving at us, she is. Now with her supremely white hair, I can almost swear from here that her hair is whiter than snow. I don't mind if you call my bluff. I still got a couple of grains left, she said looking at him dead in the eyes. Now, Phoenix, heck, I'll call your bluff on 1K. Make that 2K. No, baby, don't do that. The lady is real down there. For on the, on the darkest horse I've ever seen, said Mary. Then Speedy McQueen came through. Take this instead. She handed him a crystal quite similar to the luminescent crystals Phoenix saw earlier. And he let it slide and took the crystal, slipping it into his pocket. Now Phoenix proceeded. Okay, bets off. I've had a tough night, I guess. Let's go, let's go to her, all right. Speedy McQueen said, Yes, please, let's go. I need to feed my Phoenix. From the ashes, he rose again. And she said, clinging onto Phoenix's shoulder. 
they went down and had breakfast with a beautiful with a very beautiful woman and who'd been riding the horse she looked more real close up thought phoenix he felt a strange surge of energy as he took her hand and good morning young man they call me lady else around here good to have you hope you found everything fitting she said shaking his hand firmly he saw that she had been staring him in the face as she greeted him she was looking for his eyes germans are known to love sincerity amongst other truths as a gesture of goodwill one ought to look into the eyes of the other this is due to the old age observation that the eyes are the windows to the soul the eyes they never lie one just needs to know how to read a state down <laughs> phoenix wasn't ready for this one but he locked on anyway trying to joke his way out ah we are good we are doing we are doing this good to be here oh we are doing this good to be here they call me phoenix at least the few that i still have he said as as he fixed his gaze at her totally to show that he too was a brave soul that wasn't scared of mere stare downs he thought she had she had to be she had to being out she had to she had to being more than a stare down maybe more like that crap from last night something occult from him them maybe that will scare him into further observations and research to conjure up a comeback now phoenix always had a comeback no matter the situation heaven seems to have tabs on his being always looking out for him in every way shape and form heaven is always with him now very well phoenix let's have breakfast enjoy that german cheese she laughed it's all right to free your mind sometimes you know lady else said to phoenix i get that a lot Is there something anyone can see in me that I don't see like a sign on my forehead or my forehead of some type Phoenix said Else you are funny I could hire you as a comedian if you like Phoenix That'd be very generous of you except that I charge a million for a single appearance Else That can be arranged so how about tonight Phoenix laughing said ha tonight it is then Now Phoenix responded thinking it's part of a of the pun but the young elves was serious about what she just said Suddenly he heard Avicii's Waiting for Love song playing from somewhere within the castle The song is definitely one of one of his favorite songs of all time The energy pump held in in this song is too amazing he thought It's been a while since he's had he's heard the golden hit. The song seemed to take over the whole castle's fair in all its beats. He then thought it must be acoustics or something embedded in the walls. The castle was too huge for the song to actually be everywhere even if the sound system was that good. The setup of the castle leaned more towards the soundproofing rather than sound amplification. He stilled himself 
willing his being to take in everything in all its happenings in all its in all the present dimensions in all the time and space attributing to his current positioning now phoenix was amazed at the thought of doing this but he just remembered the way people like to go on because that because that there is nothing that's impossible even the word goes to say i am possible in his rights which is everything that there is he likes to ponder invasive energies especially from the position he was in he felt the more he explored into what he could do the more he wanted to push even farther he knew absolutely no limits but yet he still had barriers to break through from the normalcy of the physicality strongholds of society laws and what they put in place for themselves now they see the need to for everyone else to bend or to their laws he was he was the kind that knew respect in its purest form in that he would respect the law but he will not let the law dictate who he is or will be or what he will do if there is a certain establishment jurisdiction he will be more than glad to leave it and let it let his absurdly observant vibes carry him off to where he most fits to be not needing to be restricted in any way shape or form the phoenix is a god and so believes that gods are not ones to live by limits every time he was caught in a submissive situation he thought of how funny not pathetic not embarrassing but funny how funny this would be to zeus and athena or athena even the the ever angry hades or hecate would relax their faces and laugh at, the, at such illusions as he scanned the dimensional time and space he found that he he was still deep in the caves and now a whole lot darker and he was somewhat he he had somewhat been tricked by the creatures and he was fully naked with only one of the luminescent crystals in his right hand the crystals fitted his hand perfectly and it seemed to be charging him up in some weird way he could not explain there was something else working with a crystal he shone the crystal all over his body and noticed holes that are now beginning to heal it was as if he had been shot with an m16 but the crystal and something else was aiding his healing healing very fast he could barely make out that it's it's actual holes anymore whatever was working in sync with the crystal was directing him out of there on another path all of his being trusted this as if it was an extension of himself